Yeah, you're good, you're good. Damn, Andrew with a hat on? It's because his hair's ugly. Got that long hair. Got a, got a flow going. What's going on, bro? What you been up to? Nothing much. Just chilling in school, you know? Yeah, same. I feel you. How you, how you guys been? We're going, man. Pretty much doing the same exact thing as you're doing. Just chilling. Me minus the school. Minus the school, my workflow. Ah. Real quick before we get started here, I got you guys this week. You know, got the shirts for you guys. If you guys are interested, you know, let us know. Got one in black. You know, let us know. But uh, let's let's get started here, dude. Damn, the man bun. I know. Andrew looking like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let, let's get started here. Let's get started here. Let's get serious. With All right. the hair. Check this guy out. We need to get Augie up in here. How about, you know what? We get Augie and uh, Peanut at the same Well, I know he doesn't like us calling him that, but. I think me, me and Augie traded hair. He cut it short and like, mine went long. Oh, dang. It's crazy. Alright, let's actually get started here now. Um. So, um, just real quick, introduce yourself to everybody, let everybody know who you are, where you're from, what you're up to, um, everything. Okay, so um, my name is Andrew Rubio Gomez, um, graduated from Greenfield High School in 2017, um, just been playing basketball, coaching, and school for the last three years, so, kept myself semi-busy, so, it is what it is. Just keeping yourself... Keeping yourself busy for the last couple of years or what? With school and everything? Exactly, yeah. So to start, I kind of want to talk about uh, your time at, at Greenfield playing sports in high school. What was that? What sports did you play? What was that like for you playing? So, well, I don't know. Some people that know me, some people that don't. My dad is the cross-country coach at the high school, as long as, as long, along with my uncle. And... Um, well, just followed my dad's footsteps, did cross-country the first two years, um, along with basketball. And then I did track and field um, in the spring. So um, I wasn't really dedicated to track and field, but to cross-country and basketball, I was the first two years. And then my junior year, I did a pretty big uh, switch in sports in my, you know, in my personal opinion, you know. I went from doing cross country, weighing about maybe 125, maybe skinny kid, and then I went to playing football my junior and senior year. Um, some guys that know Anthony Leon, Pete, a lot of people call him Pete. He's the one that kind of like told me, like, hey, come out and play. You know, did the spring training, the conditioning and strength training. Um, got to know Bert and Coach Adam. A lot more. Coach Adam was already helping me out in basketball. He was coaching me GV, and um, he uh, told me like, "Hey, just try it. Why not?" So I did it. Did football the last two years. I mean, it was a different experience, you know. Um, can't say it was the best experience. Took a lot of time off for me from basketball, which is obviously the sport that I love and put all my passion into. But um, I mean, at this point, you can't say you can't go back and take that back. So I mean, I did it. And then basketball, 
played varsity my so- from my sophomore year to the senior year. Um, first rough couple of first years in basketball. Um, as long as you, you guys might know, I did went zero and twenty two my sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was brutal. Zero and twenty two. We hey, we didn't we, we we didn't talk about it much. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it's just the joke of between the team. But I mean, it, it it made me grow. It made me grow. Junior year, got me got some wins. But senior year is where we were able to get at least eight to ten wins. I believe I'm not sure exactly how many it was. I think it was eight actually, which is think about it, it's like 14 and like 60 record yeah. overall that's pretty terrible that's a terrible percentage so as I, I, you can say that i had my real downs in basketball in high school so there's that yeah i didn't know i didn't know that you ran cross country your first two years in uh in high school yeah i i did it mainly for my dad i i liked it you know the, the challenge but running wasn't for me I couldn't keep up. Yeah, dude, I started running. I, I run, like, my good friends are, are cross. one of my good friends is a cross-country runner. He tells us about his workouts, you know, going on eight-mile runs every day. I was like, dude, I ran a mile, and I was dying, yeah, bro. I don't I know mean, how you do I, that. Like, back then, I, I used to be able to keep up to eight, maybe nine miles max. Now I can't even run two, and it's like, damn, my, yeah, my lungs can't keep up. Cross-country is ridiculous. But uh, you said you said you started at one twenty five. What'd you what'd you get to? Rocking like one. When I was in football, I my junior year, I think I got to about one forty, and then I maxed out about one fifty five in high school. Damn, from one twenty five. Yeah, I I gained about twenty five thirty pounds. I know a lot of it wasn't muscle mass. <laughs> some the you know fat mass, but I mean I gained I gained twenty five to thirty pounds. So and I, and. To put into perspective, too, when I came out of high, uh, middle school, I was about 4'10", 4'11". So, the, the growth helped me get some natural bone mass, too, so. Hey, 4'10", 4'10", 125, that's kind of a big body, dude. Yeah, it, it was. You know, people, would, people used to tell me that I was skinny, but it was just because I had a stretch between 8th grade and freshman year. I had a stretch, so I... I even myself out. Yeah, I yeah, I kind of went through the same thing. So I want to talk about uh like basketball a little bit and uh you froze there. Just wait for him to come back on board here. There we go. You're good. You back? All right. It's that Greenfield wind. It is. A lot of people <laughs> are having problems today. So uh just want to talk about like your time playing basketball. Um you said that you started or you played your first, your last three years on varsity. No. You know, you got zero, zero wins. You went to eight. What'd you say? How many wins you got? Your, your junior, senior year? junior year was about six wins, and then senior year was eight. I mean, two more oh, senior year was eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eight, I mean, that's pretty solid. No. I mean. It is, but I mean, eight, eight and 24, six and 24, oh, and 22, that's not... That's not good. At well, all. it would it would be like you played twenty four like, you played twenty four games. It'd be like eight and like sixteen. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah, you're right. You're like right. a twenty five percent win percent A solid, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's, when you put it into perspective. No, not really. I mean, it, we only won I think three league games. Throughout, so the rest of the, like 
Oh, like a year or like throughout? Yeah, each year. It was about oh, three or okay. four teams, yeah. Um, no so, more than that. And it was just against the local teams too, so it wasn't even like... They were the whack, they were the whack teams? It wasn't even like we were beating the, the best of the best teams. Well, here, I mean, so. at the time when you were in high school, the leagues were still Carmel, PG, RLS. Yeah. Like, those teams were, those teams were tough. Yeah, I, that, that's what I like to say sometimes. It's like, I get bragging rights compared. Like, I'm like, hey... I couldn't do it back then, but if I was in this league, maybe I could have done it. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, well, I mean, it was my sophomore year, like, the year it was right before the league changes, and, like, we were playing against freaking, like, JT Byrne was a freshman. He's a Division One athlete. Huge I mean, kid. you have Kai on that team, too. PG and RLS, those teams were really good my <laughs> sophomore year. But, I mean, I'm thinking, like, if I had that team, like, my junior and senior year in those leagues, like, I don't think it would be even close with anybody. And I'm pretty sure the same thing would happen to you. If you had your teams from back then playing now, it would just be, it would be light work, huh? Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, I can't say that it would, but I like to think it would be. It would be a different story. I mean, 10 wins at least. But, I mean, hypotheticals, right? Yeah. I mean, we could always think about the best possible situation. Yeah. But you were, your sophomore year, I know you were, like, the leader or, like, sort of the best player on your team the last couple years. Was that, did you have to take that role on from your sophomore year, or did you kind of have to, like, take a back seat to everybody? Yeah, it was tough because, I mean, fresh, coming out of freshman year right before, when school started sophomore year, um, the coach at the time, was Coach Cookie, um, he came to me during a football game. He's like, hey, I'm the new coach. And I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, you're going to come up to varsity. And I was like, all right, like, well, like, what do you want me to say? We were at a football game. He's like, and that's literally what the conversation was. It was just, hey, you're going to come up to varsity. So it was like two weeks, like two weeks before the school, before the season started. So, um... He told me, he's like, hey, you and two other guys that are your, your grade level are going to come up. And um, some of you guys may know Rafa and Sabian, but for the ones that don't, we we're young kids trying to take a big role in a pretty pretty competitive league. Um, it was kind of hard. It, so again, 0-22 tells you. I mean, there was games we were up, but the lack of we were having to be <clears> sophomores, <throat> being the leaders of the team. We had juniors and seniors on the team. But, I mean, you know, sometimes you just have it as a leader and sometimes you just don't, you know? Yeah. And, like, for us to try to, like, take over as sophomores, it was pretty difficult. So, I mean, that's how it was sophomore year. Um, not a lot of, uh, like, experience, you would say, experience. Well, and you, you, you had to take on a pretty... Well, the sophomores had to take on a pretty pretty big role on on those teams. Yeah, cuz I mean, you got you got to put it um into perspective too cuz the year before us all my freshman year Rudy Amesco was still in high school. Mm. Um he was in his senior year. So, uh, they had a pretty big uh group of guys that were seniors that were minutes heavy in the game. So, you put put those five guys that were playing on the court the rest of the guys weren't really playing, you know, maybe six, the sixth man, the seventh man. Yeah. So we were left, we were left with the other guys that didn't play for the varsity team. 
you know, and then everybody that was on the varsity team my sophomore year were was basically us, the sophomores, and then guys that were on JV team with us. And then, like, maybe, like, two or three other guys that were on varsity. But, I mean, minutes weren't there, so you can say that the experience was never there, you know? Yeah. It was, and, like, a brand-new team. Yeah, and then taking a bunch of sophomores coming from JV and then putting them into a, a rough league and having to play big minutes is – that'd be tough for anybody. Yeah, <clears throat> honestly, like, um, Rafa, Steven, and I, we probably played – I mean, what's the school, high school, 32 minutes, high school, yeah, right? Yeah, 32 minutes. Um, so I'd say we played maybe 27, 28 minutes average every game. You got like a so minute was, of rest uh, a quarter. Yeah, like it was, it was either that we we were got the minute of rest or you were in foul trouble. That's how you got your rest. So You guys be getting fouls on purpose just to get a, a couple minutes of well, rest? I wouldn't say me. <laughs> Everybody no, what, you, what do you mean? School, so. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I, no, I, I know. I, I, I was going to say. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> everybody knows this. All the reps know this. Coaches, Adam knows this. Everybody knows this. I didn't play defense in high school. And, um, oh, well, I had to, to choose one side. And then, and then any offensive play, there was a foul, right? Every time. Every time. I mean, that never the, fails. The refs, loved, the refs loved me. The refs loved me. I made good relationships with the refs back then, so. Oh, uh, <laughs> so what like what what kind of player were you in high school like what was your role what did you do besides cherry picker besides cherry picking um <laughs> honestly probably mixed point and shooting guard i mean obviously i couldn't play the other roles i didn't even <clears> play defense <throat> so why would you put me down there you know um but we played zone we played zone defense so on the offensive side it was made it easier just catch and shoot that's what I did. Everybody knew me. I didn't drive in in high school. Every time it was, whenever I got a layup, it was because I was a fast break. That's it. So, catch and shoot. That was my role between Rafa and I, switching on and off. That's what it was. Even teams knowing that you're just a catch and shoot guy, they still let you, still let you do that all game. Yeah, that was crazy. The only team that that shut me out one time was Pacific Grove. They were double teaming me from half court. So I couldn't even touch the ball. I couldn't even get past it. They were doing a boxing one on me. I, there was nothing I could do against PG. And PG was known for the defense in those years because they went CCS twice, I believe. Wait, was was that the year that sent, um? Did you play the same year Sendell? Or it was like Brad yeah, Sendell? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brad. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those teams, were, those teams were pretty nasty when he was there. You know, one of, one of my... Um, you know, I didn't. I wasn't coaching in Greenfield yet when you were going through high school. But one of my favorite memories was your senior night. I was coaching at uh, at King City at the time, and we all we came. It was your senior night against us, and uh, it was pretty cool, man. You know, um, it was the packed house, and I think you ended up beating King City. Um, it was it was it was uh, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. It was I. Um, you know, we had. Uh, well, you, well, we had two similar senior nights to the one you had, and um, I'll I'll give the one to Pops. I think that that senior night was probably the best one I've been involved with. But um, uh, my favorite memory of you as a player uh, would be your senior night when you guys just everything uh, clicked together for you guys and, and pulled up a pretty good senior memory. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if you if you remember that night. Um, yeah. Honestly, it was, it's like how you said, everybody clicked. The thing was, senior year, too, was 
we were dealing with injuries all year. Baldo was hurt since, since the beginning of the year. I dislocated my shoulder. I mean, Rafa was dealing with an ankle injury. Xavier was coming off an ankle. We were just injuries everywhere, you know? And then that night, it was just like, hey, just put it together one time and that's it. What, and we blew him out by like 20-something or something like that. Huh. I um I remember I went to that game and I didn't know you at the time because I was like in eighth grade I think, um, yeah. but we stayed for like the first. Well, you were a freshman. No, he was in eighth grade. No, you were a freshman. freshman. Oh, okay, yeah, you were a freshman. Um, but yeah, I remember I was at that game and we stayed for like a quarter or maybe until halftime, and in the first like four or five minutes of the game, I just remember you like. I think you had, like, four or five threes just on, like, a couple, like, back-to-back possessions and then a couple in between and then another back-to-back. I was like, dude, this dude's pretty nasty. Yeah, I mean, that's what my game was, you know, just catch and shoot, drain it. If I miss it, oh, well, coach wasn't going to tell me nothing. <laughs> the coach was playing. What do you mean? <laughs> it was. A- um, so, uh, right now, this... Uh, Coach Adam brought up a good good thing. I do remember talking to Coach Adam about it. How did you feel about um, going back and forth with Trinity? I, I think that was um, a pretty high scoring game for uh, yeah, um, for both you squads. You know, both because you yeah. guys were heavy. You know, on defense. You know, so yeah, that was with my with my buddy Jamez. Jamez, he's Marine now, um, but he I, I keep in contact with him right now and then. But that game since the since the beginning of the game, we told each other we had gone back and forth for about. I mean, since sophomore year. So we were like, hey, like, before the game, we're like, let's just see who wins today, you know, who plays better. I think our stats were about the same. We had a thing. I had, I think I had eight threes that game. I think that was the game that I had the record, the my record, at least, for games, threes in a game. I think I had eight threes that game. And it was, we were just going back and forth. I was pulling up from anywhere, honestly. It was, the, my, my teammates were giving me the ball, you know, hats off to my teammates. They were just... Dude, you're, you're having... You, I had 39 points that game, or 38. 38. Um, but my teammates were the ones that were just like, hey, catch the ball, shoot it. You do you for this game, that's it. We ended up losing, but it was a fun game. <laughs> Dude, I honestly think I had I had a pretty similar game to you against um, against Trinity this last year. I had I had nine threes and 38 points. But, I mean, we, we won... Unlike, okay, you know. but, but but Andrew, huge difference in the game. The game, the, the game he's talking about, they won a hundred and one to like 30. twenty or thirty. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. So I think both him and uh, Caleb probably yeah. were in the thirties in that game. So yeah, huge difference. <laughs> the, the Trinity, the Trinity team I played was probably way. Different, probably. Oh, honestly, yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. That Trinity team yeah. is not good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. So we we talked about uh, you playing in high school. I wanted to talk to you about like your transition going into playing college. Um, cause you well you you played for two years over in Hartnell, right? I was part of the team, but I did not play. But yeah, well, you, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I get you. What was like? What was the transition like going to college ball? Uh, well, it's it was tough because I mean I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Like I knew nobody about 
who was going to be the coaches other than Coach Terry. But I didn't know who the coach was. I didn't know who else was maybe going to try out. So I just went out there, did it by myself, you know. But it started in the summer. I reached out to Coach Terry, and he's like, hey, take my basketball, take my class. And then he guided me through. He told me to lift more weights, get, like, you know, start getting ready. Drills, I was putting up maybe three hours every time that we had class, and the class was about two hours long. <clears throat> and we, we were putting up extra time, you know. I was ready. I was ready for to play, you know, do my role. Because he told me, he was like, you're not going to play the same role you played in high school, you know, where you're more of a ball handler. I wasn't necessarily, like, um, a great ball handler, but I was a, a pretty good shooter. So I was ready to accept the role, you know. Um, and Coach Terry guided me through that. He told me, he's like, dude, just come out here. Don't be scared. You're going to have to grow up because it's not high school basketball. The tempo gets faster. So it was like, if you know me on the court, I'm pretty slow. Like, aside, like now I think I'm a little faster, but back then I was pretty slow. I didn't know, I didn't know how to move laterally well. So it was, it was tough, but, um, and then the fact that I had to, that was dealing with my shoulder injury from high school, that was even the toughest part. I mean, I went from maybe the whole semester, first semester, I did, I, I was practicing, you know, doing scrimmages. And then about late November, I were doing workouts and my shoulder dislocated again and I had to have surgery. So didn't get to finish the first season. So that's what sucked. Yeah, I don't think you got faster. I think as the older you got, you just played smarter. Smart. Yeah, there you go. That's, so, that's what I was looking for, but yeah. Yeah, I just think you just started playing a little... Um, you got smarter with your skill and made it look like you were faster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it is sometimes. <clears throat> you don't have to necessarily be super fast either. Yeah, no, I agree. So your first year, you were out with a, shul- with a shoulder injury, and what happened with yeah. your second year? So I went, um, but the first year, I, after I dislocated my shoulder, I had a surgery within a week. I, I was, had a surgery within a week, and then I was out for five months. I couldn't do anything with the ball with my right hand. It was my right hand, my shooting arm, too. So that's what made it more difficult. Um, I was going through that, and then when I finally was done with therapy and I was ready to go, and the doctors gave me the green light, I was, I felt good, you know, I was, my body was ready, my, you know, I felt like I was ready to go. And then two weeks before the season started, we were playing pickup in King City at the expo. And ran, I ran into somebody else, my cousin, Oscar, I ran into him, I broke my hand, and, you know, after that, I was like, there's nothing I can do. And it was right when the season was going to start, too, so I was out for three months with that. So you kind of just had bad luck? Yeah, that I super think bad luck. I'm pretty sure I was there when you when you broke your when you broke your hand at the expo. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember who was there, but all I remember is breaking my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so now you you see um you know you're part of the the coaching staff now, and my, my son will get into that in a minute. What what um advice do you have for these young cats going into college trying to play ball? Um, as far as preparation and expectation and and so on. It doesn't matter, football, basketball, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But just going into it, what your mindset should be. Uh, well, obviously now it's different. But, I mean, the the outline of it doesn't change. You know, you want to 
like immediately contact coaches, you know, get get a hold of the, of them, see what you gotta get going with, see what you gotta learn. Because I mean, there's gonna be some players, you know, that are returning, sophomores, whatever, wherever you're gonna play, wherever you want to play, whether it be a JC, a D1, D2, D3, whatever it is, you know, um, reach out to the coaches, and 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 honestly, the second thing I would say is get your men, your mind ready, because it's you gotta. You know, it's different in terms of, um, you know, the how the game is played. No matter what game it is, it's faster tempo. No matter what, right? People are bigger, stronger, more competitive. But the thing is, is if you're not mentally ready and your body is not ready, you're not eating right. You're not doing the things you're supposed to do on your end. Then don't like, don't waste your own time and don't waste coaches' time either. You know. Because at the end of the day, the coaches are there for who the people are going to want to be there. Not for the people that are just, you know, whatever's about it. The ones that are going to be 100% committed. So you got to be, you got to ask yourself, am I willing to put in the work? Am I willing to sacrifice my body, my mind, you know, my time? A lot of things. And a lot of people don't think about that. I honestly can see how that's a, that's a pretty big thing. Because for the last, like, I'm gonna say weeks because it hasn't been that long. Um, last couple weeks, like I've been, I've been working out a, a little bit, trying to get my body right, and it's just been it's been hard. Um, yeah, um, like, I I did a couple couple work workouts, and I'm just like, I'm dead. Like to to get back into it and where you're supposed to be, it takes a lot. If you're <laughs> like, if you've been sitting in the like, I know, I know right now there's a lot of people not doing anything because, you know, there's no sports or anything. And if you spent all that time sitting on the couch like I did, it's ridiculously hard to get back to, to where you need to be, especially if you're not even trying to go back to high school because obviously it's a way slower speed. But if you're trying to get to a higher speed than what you're used to, it's going to take more work not to just get back to where you are, but now you have to go above and beyond where you're at. And yeah, um... Uh, another thing I would say is now that like, you know, I'm taking some more classes, learning more, but the thing is, is your health is your wealth at the end of the day, man. Like, um, if you're if you're not healthy, you're not eating healthy, you're not doing the things you're supposed to do. You're you're not gonna make it out. Like, your body wise, you're not gonna be able to lift yourself to a next level if you're not even being able to keep yourself at this level at a constant pace, you know, or even increasing a little bit. If you're not doing that. I mean, you're not you're not putting in the work for yourself, and then it's not just about the next one year, next two years that you might be playing sports or whatever it is, high school, college. It's you talk you're talking about the rest of your life, you know, like. So you have to do it for yourself. Everything that you're saying right now kind of goes with high school sports as well. Um, yeah. I'm going to use a famous saying by everybody that has ever come out of high school um, and played sports. I wish I took it more serious since my freshman year. I yeah. could have, I should have, I would have. It's kind of like, you know, as it, now that you've kind of coached with us for a few years, um, what do you think it's going to take to motivate these kids to get in the weight room, to take care of their bodies, to take care of their craft, to get better? You know, they, um, you know, we, we coach at Greenfield together, and, and one of the things is, is commitment we 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 struggle with commitment 
And it's yeah. kind of like they, all they want to do is, like, for example, in basketball, in a normal year, um, they're just a November to February athlete. They don't after yeah. February's done, they don't put in the work to to take care of the bodies, to take care of the skill. And then they want to come back in November and, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But they're starting from fresh. How can we get kids to understand what it takes to not just work to be, you know, stay fresh, but always be ready? I would say is, um, um, you know, getting, getting them to understand that your health is going to take you a long way, you know, because I know, I know, and I don't want to like sound, put it, our community down, but a lot of, a lot of these kids around here, you see the, the results, you know, you see that their mindset is not a hundred percent. So their athletic ability is down. You get me? Whatever. If there or academic ability, whatever it is, you know, um, it, it, it starts with them being mentally ready by themselves. You know, they gotta be willing to do it. But in our part, I say, we, we just gotta have more resources. You know, we gotta be able to put ourselves out there more and, the, and lack of resources, lack of, um, funding, lack of other things. It, 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 it limits us. And I think that's what is a big thing. I mean, obviously money's not always going to be there. Money's not always the big thing, but I mean, it, it plays a big part. But another thing that I would say is we just got to show our part. Like if we're willing to put in the work for ourselves as coaches, as mentors, as whoever we are, and we're going to preach it to the other people, we got to do it ourselves, you know? <clears throat> like we got to be like, hey, I'm doing this. You can do it too. And I'm older than you or um, older coaches or even whoever it is, you know, you you got to preach and you got to teach at the same time. You can't just say, go to the gym, work out, get your body right, eat better. But then I'm eating super crappy. I'm not working out ever. I'm gaining 20, 30 pounds. I'm just sitting on my ass. You know, it's like, you got to do your part as well. <clears throat> so, um, as he was saying before a little bit, you, you were on the Greenfield, Greenfield basketball coaching staff. Um, how did you like get, is that something that you always want to do? Like be a coach or how did that come up? How did that happen with you? I didn't always want to be a coach because I had bad experiences with coaches. I had like, well, not the best experience. I'm not going to say it was terrible experiences, but they weren't the best experience. (laughs) But, um, like learning from like when I did GBA travel ball, learning with coach Gill. One of the best um, minds in basketball around here, you know, um, in coaching. And he was like, dude, this is a good way for you to show your knowledge. Because I'm not going to say I'm the best, that like I don't have all the knowledge. But I, I, I'd like to say that I have quite a good knowledge of basketball, you know. Obviously, I, there's still room to learn, room to get better. But coaching was never an option for me at the beginning. I wanted to play. I wanted to you know, keep my shoes on the floor, keep going at it. But then injuries happen, and then my, when I, with Adrian uh, first let me um, <clears throat> do the book, and I was just at practices, you know, watching. I started, I learned from my coaches when I couldn't, when I couldn't practice, because I was hurt, you know, I would have my broken hand, my surgery, and I would be at practice. I'd be watching the coaches, see what they do. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they're the ones that are teaching you what to do. But um, I started learning, 
And then uh, Adrian gave me the opportunity to just, you know, put my hands in a little bit. You know, I wasn't full on access. It wasn't like, hey, like, you got a job. No, like, it was just, you know, every tweak it up a little bit, you know, just get working. You're already here. Might as well do something, you know, not waste my space or time. And, I mean, he gave me the opportunity. And then, obviously, we went from there to the second year. And then from the second year, now we're third year, right? Third year? Going on four. And third year was when he let me loose a little bit more. Second year was still more tight. But um, it was just because I was learning and I was growing. And he saw that and he gave me the opportunity. But um, now that I've coached for, let's say, three years um, and coaching travel ball too, I coached you and I coached um, my brother and my cousins. I don't see why not. You know, I like giving my sight, my insight, giving my perspective, having these kids learn, you know. I don't see why not. But at the beginning, to answer your question was no. Yeah, um, like for me that like coaching has honestly been something that I've always wanted to do. Like you said, like we have a good like knowledge of the game and like it's a good way to like share our knowledge, you know, being a coach. And it's a good way, like, if we're not able to play anymore, it's a good way to, like, stay involved in the game and not want, like... Yeah, if, exactly. Um, that, to, to prove your point, like, to stay in the game. That, see, I found myself lacking <clears throat> motivation to keep playing after I got hurt twice. Like, I was like, dude, like, why am I going to go back? I could have played this last year, my last year at Arno, and Coach the, um, Basher actually asked me if I wanted to finish playing. And then... I was like, dude, I'm having fun coaching, coaching my brother, teaching them the way that he was playing. Uh, we were teaching the defense, which was my role at the at coaching, you know. Um, and I was like, playing is always going to be there for me. You know, I love playing. I, It's just going to be a part of me, you know. But coaching was a whole different experience. I'm like, it's a very great experience for whoever can experience it, you know. And obviously, it's growing with Adrian, growing with Adam, who coached me in high school. It was, no, it was different. It was a very good experience. So you said that you had, like, your role in the coaching staff. You were the the, the defensive guy. That's coming from a guy that didn't play defense. How did that, exactly. <laughs> how did that come about? Yeah, um, so that, I was um, about to say, it's, it's very ironic, you know, like, I didn't play defense in high school. Why would I be the coach, the defensive coach? But it was from co- um, watching all of our college practices right there at Arnell. Their defense is what caught um, my attention. Coach Terry and Coach Vasher were t- told me, hey, if you don't play defense, you're not going to get any minutes. I'm telling you flat out. And then I was like, all right. So I started playing defense, started playing tougher, started, you know, defensive sliding. Um, but watching the defense and then when I was started watching more college basketball, started watching more NBA basketball, you know, not just the best teams, but the, the teams that are even at the bottom, sometimes they show the best defense and, um, started breaking it down and I got pretty good at it. Uh, I'm not going to say, obviously yeah, there's work, you know, there's things I you can get better at, but I, I like to say I got pretty good at playing defense at least. Visually breaking it down, not necessarily maybe putting it out there. Yeah. But that's how that's how it came about. I, I don't know. The defense always, how I say, defense wins games. So. That, yeah. That's how I like I like to put it. 
even with uh like I haven't even experienced the practice yet, but like everything that Coach Vasher and Coach Terry, everything that they put into their defense is like <clears throat> is is ridiculous. Like there's so many terms, there's so many there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it and that's even before, you know, actually playing defense. You know, there's a Yeah. It's crazy how much they like how much work goes into all of that. You know, and um, it's been fun watching you grow as a coach. Um, as you mentioned, when when uh, we started, <laughs> when the topic of your O and twenty two team uh, came about, came about was because when I started Greenfield, we were young. You know, we it was pretty much a JV team playing uh, a varsity schedule, with the exception of your cousin Angel. Um, you know, he was the upperclassman at the time. Um, a couple knucklehead seniors, but you know. Um, but for the most part, we were a JV team. And, and from that year to last year um, and where you were able to take the defense just showed your strength and, and knowledge of how far you've come as far as, you know, making sure, you know, the right people were in the right places when they needed to be. And, and our defense got exceptionally well. Um, you know, I think that's what kept us in games a lot of the times because, even in our league, as, as 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 weak as it may be, we were always undersized, even against this guy. You know, I mean, this guy always, and, you know, junior year, he had the Sasquatches, as I call them, the, you know, the six foot eight twins. And then, yeah, and even last year, you know, um, we were always, yeah, so even against the Oakwoods, you know, we were always undersized, but because of the defense that you were able to create over the, the two, three years, um, it, it, that's what you know uh, made us made us a special team. So that's that's attribute to you and your hard work and to these kids. Uh, we always knew we could score. It's just our, our you know the defense that that you were able, like I said, to create over the time uh, made up for our, us being small. Other than you know the six foot two hundred pound phenom in the middle that we had. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> And Ernie, poor guy, he did he what he he did what he could, you know. We asked him to yeah. do quite a bit as with his frame going up against those guys was was rough. But uh, you you did a great job, and, and I think that you still have more to learn. You know, the the this year's squad is going to be even smaller, um, and the experience isn't going to be all that great. Um, but I know with with their uh, but the other thing too is that we have coming in the, going into this year is. As talented as we might have been the last couple of years, I think we have more hardworking kids coming in this 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 year. Um, you know, with Anthony and Peanut, and you know these guys that might set an example to some of these uh, younger cats. You know, I'm hoping is what you know makes this team go over the top, go over the hump here a little bit. Because um, you know, I'm hoping their hard work gets your defense to where it needs to go. Because we're gonna have we're gonna be uh we're gonna be looking for points. Let me tell you, um, you know, unless Peanut and Anthony all of a sudden are, are snipers, but that remains to be seen, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like um uh, we had talked about before the season started. We're like, hey, we gotta be a defensive team, or else we're gonna get blown out. Being undersized again, like how you mentioned, our, our tallest guy wasn't even our biggest guy. You would say, no, he was our tallest, but he was. 100 pounds, 110, 115, whatever he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see us. That, that was hard. I see us being a more pressure defense. You know, we're going to have, a, um, you know, what, Anthony Morales, Peanut? Of course it's Morales. What do you think I was talking about, uh, Martinez? you got to be kidding me. 
That kid is the freaking uh, uh, ball shooting guy, man. We got to work on him a little bit before you can even mention him on the varsity squad. Um, but I'm sure that'll get relayed to him. And oh, coach was talking shit, blah blah blah, right? Uh, <laughs> but but no, I think we're gonna be a pressure defense. I think we have the horses to 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 get it done. Um, you know, I, I really do believe in, uh, and I'll make this public so they can go ahead and gloat and grill their egos. I do believe Peanut and, and Anthony can lead us um, with their, you know, lead by example. They just can't bitch out when it push comes to shove, you know, and and uh, so, sometimes they tend to do that or they play for the crowd versus playing for each other. So I'm calling them out here on podcast just because I know they're there. So. Um, but we're, we're very capable of doing some good things with, you know, you coming back and Coach Adam. I think we're going to be the um, – and uh, Coach Adam, if he's still on, I think we're going to be the longest tenured staff um, uh, as far as the basketball program that's ever been there uh, going into our fourth year together. So that's – you know, we're, we're – I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, catch me on the coaching staff pretty soon. You know, I'll be there with you guys. But uh, um, so far, you've been you know you've been coaching under my dad for the last three years. You know, Coach Grumpy. <laughs> what 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 has your experience been like with uh, coaching under him? It's it's been a one of a kind experience. You would how you would put it. You know, I mean, obviously my first time coaching, but you know we're we're not gonna have the best of uh, ideas. You know we're sometimes we're going to contradict each other and we went through that you know especially i think my the second year i was coaching we went through it you know we some some things we disagreed on and we were just like all right let's see what works you know and he put me out there he put me on the spot you know um and that helped me grow for the third year because i was like third year i knew i was gonna have a it was gonna be a bigger role you know it wasn't gonna be like no just a little bit um but there was times where he would yell at me you know I think I'm, there was a couple of times where I might have yelled at him, but um, it, we went through it, but we grew together. I, I like to say that, um, especially it was it was very tough our the second year because it was when um, Angel was a senior. That was a senior. And Austin, Austin were juniors, and we went to playoffs. No, we went to playoffs. I have never experienced playoffs, so um, you know it was different. I and mean, to go from regular season not know that we're gonna make playoffs we were hoping you know and then we're like hey we're making playoffs now we gotta turn up figure out a way to play defense for arguably one of the best scorers in the area you know which was uh, Quintero from Pajaro Valley and it was tough Uh, we had I think two days before in our last practice before the game uh, your dad and I actually argued I think not necessarily argued but we disagreed on how we were gonna play defense on him and um you know, it was working for, I think, for a, for a half. Then Pops got hurt and then couldn't guard him anymore, and then he went off. But we, I think we were even up the first the first half by, like, a point or two. Yeah, we or when when Pops went down, we were coming back. And we were down oh, yeah, three. We were the momentum back. was changing. And then Pops, the Villa Gomez weak, weak knees can't give out on him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the yeah, rest um, is history. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was a great experience for myself because, like your dad, um, he's a hard headed person, you know. Where it's like, all right, you know what, you do it, and you're gonna prove me right because 
you're gonna mess up you know <laughs> and um we went through that and we grew together honestly and you know every i don't see why there isn't a coaching staff that doesn't disagree on on topics but i mean who doesn't disagree on some topics you know yeah i mean that's that's the uh, hold on let me see that okay um I mean, if you're going to have a coaching staff that agrees on everything, we're not doing anything right. And so yeah. you know, we, we were always open to dialogue. You know, um, I, I know Coach Adam went through, this, um, went through this with me as well as he was learning um, to, to, you know, be part of a staff versus trying to get his way and, you know, with everything. And, and all I did was sit back, just like you said. I was like, oh, you want to yeah. try it? All right. Let's sit back and yeah. let's watch what's going to happen. And you guys can prove me right. But, I mean, that yeah. was the only way I, I could let you guys learn from it. And... Uh, and that's how we've grown as a coaching staff. Um, I think the first two years we knew we were going to be growing years. Um, I was happy we made it to the playoffs. We should have made it last year, but damn enrollment put us in D3. But <laughs> that's a whole other conversation, right? Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to have coaching staffs that, that agree on everything and say yes to everything, just to say yes, we're never going to grow as a team. And, and I think that's what no one ever – I mean, yeah, you got – we all got butthurt, but at the end of the day, we were all good with each other and, and, and just kept kept rolling with it and, and talked it through. We never just held, we never held a, a grudge, and that's part of growing. Yeah. So. yeah, I think that, yeah, that was the biggest thing. No grudges were, like, necessarily held. And I'd like to thank um, Adam for that because he was, like, he wasn't necessarily the guy. He was more of a neutral guy. He was, like, the nice guy. It was Coach Grumpy who was the grumpy guy, obviously, and then Adam was the neutral guy, and he was just like, hey, dude, like, it's going to be okay just grow just learn from this mistake and let's go you know and it was like that communication was open you know and that's what was good about it yeah definitely all right so i think we're we're getting uh pretty near the end of our of our show so in honor of angel espinoza we're gonna do a, a draft a draft today we're bringing oh, we're bringing oh, is back that, is that is that who who suggested yes it? Angel Espinosa right. bringing bringing back the draft we did a draft in our first couple in our first couple episodes but after <laughs> that we didn't really we couldn't really do anymore so our draft um, our draft today we're gonna do best athletes out of Greenfield High School doesn't matter what sport doesn't matter anything um, any class any class whatever. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna draft three um, three people each and then we're gonna draft a coach. You could draft whatever round you want your coach. You could do it. So we're getting four picks each. I'm going first because I'm you know I don't know anybody from Greenfield. <laughs> but well, so we'll go me, you, and then my dad, and then he'll get a second pick, and then we'll go you, and then I'll get two picks, and then we'll go like that. From the from the coaches, it's any sport. Yeah, any sport, any sport. All right, so I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start my draft. I'm gonna pick Rudy. I'm gonna pick Rudy Amesqua. <laughs> That's pretty limited, but I, you know, Ru- Ru- Rudy's a good one. Rudy's a good one. Um, uh, shit, no, I next. Oh, who's next? Andrew. Andrew's oh, next. my bad. Andrew's my bad. Next. All right. Andrew. Oh, my turn. I thought you said your dad was. Good. Yeah, that's that's no, what no, I was we're going. going me and then you and then he gets so two I picks. So I get two picks. All right, and then you get the middle and then I get two picks. Um, damn, that's it's tough. Because honestly, I, I'm going back, but I'm probably going to go for Sean Ward. Deshaun. For Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah. For Sean. Yeah, yeah. Fashan. A lot of people aren't going to know him, but I yeah. remember him from me just being little. But, yeah, yeah. No, I remember Fashan. All right. So, 
Alright, so it's my turn. Um, I get two, right? Yeah. So I, I gotta put Joel Tuosto out there. Uh, Joel and um, and I'm gonna go uh, even girls basketball here because I don't think girls get much attention there at, at Greenfield with Fabiola. Fabiola Plata back in the day. Phenom. Oh, that, that's, that's back then. Yeah, yeah. One of the first uh, uh, graduates from the high school. So those are my two. All right, you got one more. Okay, yeah, you got one more. Right, he got one more? I did two he, already. He picked two, he got two. I, I went with Joel oh, and Fabiola, yeah. Joel and Fabiola, okay. I go, I'm going to go with Tony. Oh, damn, so damn. Tony that was my next pick. As, as, a, as an athlete, not coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. He's he, overall. He was. He's probably one. He's probably up there, top ten, easy. Yeah, even to this day, monster of an athlete. Yes, definitely. I um I know we're doing athletes, but I think uh, mine's gonna be more of a basketball team. So my <laughs> when my when my next pick, I'm gonna pick. Um, I don't know if you you guys might not know. Um, I'm gonna pick Andrew Via Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Respect, respect. And then in honor of Andrew Espinoza, he's going to be my next pick. All right, all respect right. Respect that, respect that. Um, okay, you, you stole me with uh, Joel. I kind of wanted Joel, but I'm going to go with Andrew Bro. Yeah. I think he was the more athletic out of the, the brothers, um, Andrew was, so I'm going to go Andrew Bro. A lot of people don't know these old heads, so. Yeah, so, all right, so on with that on mind, I'm actually going to pick the real most athletic bro in um, the younger bro, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, he was a a mix between Chris and his brother Andrew. I mean, as as far as athletes in Greenfield, man, I can go on and on and on. But the ones that stood out in my mind just from work ethic, you know, Chris, uh, excuse me, Daniel. Daniel just, I mean, for goodness sake, he was a guard. You know, he played as a guard in high school uh, for Coach Gildersleeve in that fly offense. And he wasn't lineman size. He was just a beast, man, that kid. And then the following year, I think he was a running back for Coach G. So he's one of my favorites. I definitely, uh, those are our three athletes. And then we have a coach now, right? You picked two? Oh, no, no. you already, that was your one. Yeah, so yeah. that was my one. So now I, I ha- um, I'm going to pick, well. Pick coach. To me, one of my uh, mentors is my, is my, is my coach. And, uh. Um. And and, uh, and Coach Militano, Coach Ron Militano, um, loved the guy. He, he was one my football mentor since I I got to play for him in high school. So I'm gonna go with Coach Coach Militano. All right, for <laughs> coaches, um, be biased. I'm gonna go with my dad. You know, Coach Angel. He's been there since the school opened. CCS champion. Yeah. Been, he's won a lot of championships and taken a lot of athletes throughout the years, beginning and even to now, a lot of athletes to state. So mm-hmm. now I gotta give credit to my dad. Did you already pick uh, three? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you already had three, right? Yeah. All right. Um, tend it off. I'm a. I'm gonna be a little biased as well, and I'm gonna pick my dad. <laughs> You know he re- he rebuilt he rebuilt the Greenfield basketball program, winning two games first year, making playoffs the next year. You know. You know, but to, to go, I, I know we don't um, – I, I want to put some more athletes out there because um, I think they deserve it. You know, they're, uh, not not many Greenfield athletes get – on the girls' side even, you know. Um, you have – again, girl – I I, I grew – I coached at King City on the women's side for so long that I know some of these athletes. You know, you have 
the other one is Laura. Um, I, I remember her last name. Uh, Liz, might, if she's still logged on, she might be able to help me out with this. Um, you know, Laura was an awesome basketball player. You, you have, uh, well, even Liz. Liz was a good one coming up. Um, the, the, there was a team, too, that I got to coach against that uh, I'll never forget. It's one of my favorite basketball memories. When I was coaching in King City, and it was my first year I was coaching in King City, and I hate to say it, it was my first championship there um, in King City, uh, is uh, the team, Greenfield's bas- girls' basketball team was probably the best team in our league. And uh, they choked at the end. They, they they beat Stevenson the first time by like 25 or something like that. They ended up losing in the free throw line by two. And that gave me my first championship at King City. But the athletes there were, um, it was Gregoria Galvez, Jessica Savala, Rosa Mota. Um, you know, the other shout out too is to Crystal Green. Um, uh, she, she was a good one too. Um, so, I mean, we've got a shout out to all these Greenfield, to the, 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 the women's athletes. Um, you know, most recently, uh, you know, well, my guys, of course, I'm going to be biased because I, I had a very good basketball team with Oscar, Pops, Augie, you know, my guys, uh, reason why I came to Greenfield. So let, let's just keep, uh, let's just keep give, giving props to these kids. And then who else we got um, on the softball side, softball side. I know we had, um, let me see, I'm looking through the list here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cindy. Cindy was a good one. Absolutely, Natalie. And Natalie was a good one. Um, Daisy. Daisy was, too. Daisy Zavala. You know Javi Zavala, which, uh, right, Andrew, which is, is his wife, yeah. Daisy. She yeah. was an awesome third baseman, man. She she kicked ass. Um, even way back when, when Selma was there pitching, one of the first pitches in Greenfield High. So there's there, there's just yeah. a lot of a lot of out there that people don't know about that they, they need to... Yeah, that's what sucks around here. The, the women, the women's side doesn't get a lot of credit. Um, but if we were anywhere else where they would get recognition and, you know, back in the day, we don't, they don't have what there is now, which yeah. is being able to send out your film, you know, easier. Um, I, a lot of these uh, uh, female athletes would have gone places. Man. Oh, I agree. I mean, uh, but it's just, it sucks. A lot of the females here didn't get a lot of credit back then, and to this day, not a lot of credit is, is there. Yeah. But, I mean, we have you know, a lot of amazing n- Now that I'm, I'm seeing some posts up here, I'm not sure which one they're referring to, but there was another young lady. She played first base back in the day. Her name was Angie. She was really good, too. She, she was a prototype first baseman. Uh, she, she was awesome. Um, you know, and then we had, let's see, who else had the Of course, your cousin Jess. She was awesome. She was a, I used to hate coaching against her. Uh, I, I got to coach against her. I'm not sure she remembers. Uh, that's when I, I was probably younger, a lot younger and a lot thinner probably too. Um, <laughs> but uh, but definitely, uh, you know, Coach Adam just saying here, last year's team, the girls side ten, going 10 and 2. I mean, there, there's a lot of good stuff happening, man, in Greenfield. Um, you know, uh, we, we just got to keep uh, – giving notice to them and making you know especially our alumni let them know hey you're not forgotten um you're definitely not forgotten you know come on back and give back to the high school so that you don't you're not forgotten i know we started the hall of fame and and uh oh that's another athlete that we need to mention miguel um you know miguel was the heart and soul of of his squad when he played um i can't remember his last name right now um i don't want miguel hernandez right now to think we're talking about him (laughs) but uh you know, so much going on in Greenfield. Uh, I just hope pe- people come out and support them a little bit more. 
Yes, we did sp- uh, build something special in Greenfield uh, at the ba- with the basketball, but even baseball. I mean, baseball uh, has something going to put their first championship up there. Um, you know, it's 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 good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, Gabe Gabe Trujillo in wrestling, absolutely. Uh, I agree. Back to back champion. I mean, hell, the whole wrestling program back in the day. Um, you know, I think they won like eight or nine championships in a in a row. You know. Um, so a lot happening in Greenfield, man. Um, we, we need to, these kids need to feel good and feel proud of what they're doing, um, in, in Greenfield and continue to, you know, kick butt in the classroom and kick butt in the field. I know this yeah. year it's been a little rough, but you know, a lot of good stuff is happening. Yeah. A lot of good stuff kind of rambled off a little bit, but I get excited when I talk about good athletes, you know? Yeah. The, I think the, the biggest thing is it's not just in one sport anymore. You know, baseball, we think we had baseball last year. One championship. Yeah. Um, they were bound to go back to back, but COVID happened. But um, baseball, baseball, basketball growing, football is growing. You know, in the women's side, you know, we also have field hockey now. You know, it, it's it's getting we're getting more numbers, and we're seeing that talent be, uh, there. You know, the athletes come out, and that's what's that's what's that's what's cool about it. Yep, I agree. I agree. Anyway. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our our episode today. We got two minutes left. So uh, before we before we end it, um, AYM's got some more stuff coming. We're making a new podcast pretty soon. In December, we got some stuff coming for you guys. New sports podcast, if you guys are interested in that. You know, we got got the shirt shirts for you guys. You know, get your merch. Andrew, appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much, man. Hey, uh, Peanut, Peanut and Augie, get a hold of me. Let's get you on the next episode. We get a combo thing going. You guys can meet up at either Peanut's or Augie's pad, and let's make it happen. You guys got to let me know. Hey, if, if you don't mind, let me say one more thing um, before we go. Um, I just want to like remind everybody that's watching, check in with yourselves every now and then, you know. You know, be mentally aware of yourself you know there's a lot of things going on easy way to slip up and just be put yourself in a bubble make it even more of a smaller bubble than we are you're living in so just you know check in with yourself every now and then check in with your friends and check in with family members you know but it's what it, last thing i was saying thank you guys for letting me come on yeah that thanks for coming man cool little talk yeah, no, it's been a minute. Definitely. Hey, Leo, my, my bad on the cap, man, but they're, they're, you're not going to get me to stop calling you peanut, buddy. Hey, m- much love, much respect to everybody. Go Bruins, baby. Thank you. See you, Andrew.